but that just means more games. True, especially with all of this E3 news coming through. Oh yeah, have you uh, have you been paying attention to it? Yeah, a little bit. I have yeah. I haven't been really watching a lot of the presentations, but like picking up what trailers are coming out and what's kind of coming out of each of those. Yeah, I um, I watched through the entirety of the Xbox Bethesda, and then I I threw on the um the Nintendo one while I was working. Um, but other than that, and I watched a little bit of the PC gaming one, which was just stupid. I wish I didn't. That was a lot of time wasted. <laughs> what? Why would you say that? It's just, there was literally nothing. Like oh. there was no, people were like, um, oh, maybe like Gabe Newell's there. Maybe he's going to do, <laughs> and he, he literally like came on for like a minute and he said, Hey guys, thank you PC Gamer for all that you do for PC gaming. We're doing um, something on Steam soon with demos for games. Thank you. <laughs> that was like it. Uh, which right now Steam's doing like a, I think they, I think it's just called Steam Fest or something, where it's like a bunch of free demos for games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that whole presentation is one of those presentations where they're like, we don't have anything to say, so let's make like let's make it even longer than it needs to be through like they had a bunch of um like scenes where the two presenters were like in a spaceship and they were like talking about like some side storyline about it was just dumb it was like didn't and the, show and the off present, any one of the presenter anything yeah it was just like either games that had already been shown or games that were like super because the thing with pc gaming is like sure that's a place where a lot of indies thrive but the people tuning into a pc gaming show are people who have like 3080 graphics cards and stuff like that so you know they're gonna want probably something that's a little bit more substantive some substantive than like i don't know some pixel art game i guess but i i just i feel like anytime i think about it looking at the past like the pc gaming show like revealed they, they revealed like persona 4 on pc last year which was cool mm-hmm. but really like who's who's putting their reveals on pc gaming show even even the games that are like on xbox that are like we're coming to pc now they just go to the xbox show yeah i feel like i'd be more likely to watch the xbox show than i would the pc show and that's that's saying something i feel like yeah well because at least on xbox because all of their games come out on pc day one yeah so it's worth watching that because even though i don't have an xbox it's like oh i'm probably gonna get it on and it's and most of them are on game pass day one so still the source of like all of microsoft's news yeah exactly and now they got bethesda so yeah yeah i keep forgetting that they bought bethesda Mm-hmm. That was a lot of that was a lot of their show. It was a big portion of it um, because they revealed uh, the Elden Ring or not Elden Ring, um, Starfield release date mm-hmm. right off the bat. Um, which I'm I'm excited for a lot of games that were talked about this year. Uh, I know Tell Breath of the Wild it. got next year release, Starfield got next year release, uh, Elden Ring got next year release. Um, so a lot of like big stuff coming out next year, but mm-hmm. this year I still think I still think there's some there's some good stuff. I guess Nintendo has yeah they had Metroid Five, yeah which coming out with Metroid, Metroid Dread, Dread. looked pretty yeah. good. I like mm-hmm. the the 2D style quite a bit more. So yeah, I'm be excited to return to that. Are you not a fan of Prime? No, I love Prime, but uh-huh. I think the that style works better in the 2D for being mm-hmm. able to kind of look for the secrets and that that they want you to be able to it just makes it a little bit uh less overwhelming i'd say it can be quite a bit to walk into an area in metroid prime and just be like oh i gotta look for secrets all around here cool is metroid prime still very much in the metroidvania type uh oh definitely feel? okay i wasn't sure if it was like all right let's do doom but <laughs> metroid <laughs> that'd be wild yeah that was kind of crazy because i know that game had been rumored for a really long time dread has it been yeah apparently like that was a game that people thought was dropped on like the ds age like that that game at metroid they've been talking about doing dread specifically for a really long time holy crap and we got that new fighter reveal tekken baby are you excited for that kind of more just for the fact that they're finally getting representation 
like for mm. as big of a fighting game and for how long ryu and uh ken have been in the game like they're putting in arms i guess i guess that's still a um that's like a first party fighter for them so it's a little bit easier but for mm. how long and how big tekken is it kind of surprised me that tekken fighter wasn't in smash yeah yeah it's something that doesn't particularly uh tickle my fancy but um i don't even play smash so why do i have an opinion on it <laughs> no 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 no. that's the fun of smash everybody criticizes it <laughs> i could just walk into a twitch chat and just do the sleep emoji uh through the entire conference because i don't play smash but it seems yeah it seems like a like a crossover that i'm surprised that hasn't happened already mm-hmm but that means they said they only have one more character reveal, right? Yes, but a lot of people are speculating that there's going to be one more after that because of okay. some game files they looked at. Like okay. the way things were numbered, where the Mii Fighter was is the end of the DLC and everything before that are the characters. And there's one slot that doesn't exist kind of thing. So maybe we'll get an extra one. I really hope yeah. they end it with something like out of left field. I'll, I just want another Steve. I want another like, <laughs> yeah, you're fucking kidding me. There's no like this has to be a joke, like a Banjo Kazooie. Or would you say that one was still kind of vanilla? No, I think that one was a pretty good pop off one just yeah. for how long people literally like since the N64 smash people they have, wanted have it. to do Waluigi. Yeah, like that's oh, the me. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> that'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, are there any that you can imagine that you'd really want? Nothing that I feel like is realistic. It's more just yeah. like, oh, man, this character is really cool. I'd love to play him in a fighting game, and I can't see them being put in anything other than Smash. Yeah. Well, they, um, uh, you know how they have the Mii Fighter, right? Yeah. What if one of them is just like a bigger Mii Fighter? <laughs> so it's like, it's like a heavy Mii, like it's a Bowser built Mii. It's like a so, Mii made out of Miis yeah exactly so you have one one who plays more agile and then you have a me that plays pretty buff Thick boy. i think that would be fantastic as the final <laughs> smash announcement the closing just another me <laughs> oh. we're so happy to finally announce to you our final smash character mega me mega <laughs> me <laughs> yeah that no that would be the peak for sure and i take it all back give me mega me <laughs> yeah i was because i mean i mean if they do like joker if they've done joker i still can't <sighs> believe they did joker either that's crazy and something fit, like and he, that and he like they do it so well that they just it feels natural like seeing joker in smash playing on the the persona stage it's just like no yeah this makes sense yeah yeah i played uh i played smash um over at a friend of mine yesterday and i had i haven't played smash in a really long time so i'd never played joker before just hopping right in there you know mm -hmm. how'd it go it was it was it was good it was a good time yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I was i was all right as i was all right as joker his move set to be honest seems kind of it's pretty um bland i think for it's, his like in-game ability of being able to control all personas and yeah then just like yeah. majority of my attacks are gonna be like stabby stabby and then when you get arsene it's just like same thing but you have like a more purple to your attacks and it's a little more powerful yeah yeah so i was a little let down by that but just playing as joker is cool Feels. like i said if i had known if i had known about joker in in high school i would have been dressing up as him <laughs> and this would be like yeah i would be playing him in smash and i'd be thinking Oh man, I'm just sorry, guys. I just got from the, got back from the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> I go to school. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm late, teacher. I just got back from the metaverse. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna take down your palace if you don't stop bullying me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, people. Oh man, can you imagine a kid in high school that like got so into it that he started sending calling cards oh, to people? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know there has to be a kid that's I, done that that like is just like 
you know, so into themselves and just like, you know, like the school shooter type. Yeah. And they would like send someone like a calling card like that. And then they just go and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, man, that, that would oh, be a God. whole next level of, of anime life. Yeah, that'd be some commitment. <laughs> yeah. You remember like we used to fork people in school? I don't know if you'd forked people. Oh, I definitely forked people. Yeah, that would be that. I'd just be putting calling cards in people's <laughs> pockets. <laughs> That'd just be serious threats to their lives <laughs> <laughs> to their psyches <laughs> yeah i know what you did i'm going to fucking murder you oi <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it'd be good it'd be good yeah you'd walk around being like all adults all adults are scum <laughs> corrupt I mean, they are. Well, except for the confidants. Unless I get like a sick card and some buffs for talking to you. Pfft. Dude, I know you're evil. If that game has taught me anything, it's that don't be friends with someone. Don't hang out with someone unless you're going to get an immediate reward for it. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the lesson that like if I don't get anything from hanging out with you right now, it's not worth my time. Yeah, I'm putting it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um let's see what else was there anything else that stuck out to you? i mean we could talk about elden ring a little bit um i feel like the thing is is there's from that trailer there's not that much to talk about it feels I like not. such a such a um almost typical setup for FromSoft at this point like they're calling you tarnished instead of ashen one instead of mm. uh undead you know instead of whatever their their term for this game is and you fight you fight big monsters i hope they yeah. do some fucking nut stuff with it the horse looks mm -hmm. neat the horse looks new i wonder if 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 like obviously the world's gonna be much bigger because you need a horse to walk around in it mm -hmm. um i wonder if the world is just gonna feel because i mean essentially like dark souls one is like you could call it open world um yeah it's just the way that you gain access to to everything feels connected enough to be like that but I really wonder how they're going to tackle that sort of thing. Because if you take like a Ghost of Tsushima sort of thing where there are collectibles like all around, um, but it's not like an Assassin's Creed where it's just like so much shit. I wonder if like they're going to adopt any of that Ubisoft formula um, for their open world design. Yeah. And especially for how tightly they normally design their areas even though you're going through these massive cathedrals and that they're so destroyed you're normally still treading a pretty like simple smaller path mm -hmm. it'd be very interesting to see it open up yeah and i know there's fast travel that would probably be the game where because a lot of like open world games sometimes like normally when i start them i'm like all right this is the open world game that I don't do fast travel. I'm just going to take in the world and I'm going to walk. And then obviously that, that always goes away. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wonder for this game, it's like, yeah, you don't fast travel because you will just die. Like you have, to, it will take you forever to go from point A to point B because of all the enemies that just pop up. Um, not but maybe the it. horse will get rid of it. Yeah. Dude, the horse jumping up the cliffside. The horse can do a lot. Maybe horse can. The horse did like a double jump in one of the fights. I think horse looks yeah. agile as hell. <laughs> I, I I think I might miss. It depends how they do it, but I might miss the Sekiro maneuverability in this, uh, especially because I feel like that type of on a horse grappling and how fast he runs mm -hmm. um, would be perfect for this. So I wonder if they're going to try to kind of go in the middle somewhere with that movement yeah the combat at least from like the clips they show looks a lot closer to dark souls than sekiro but mm -hmm. i i agree i will miss that like high speed yeah maneuvering an open world with that would be nice especially with the especially with the horsey i wonder if there's because i know dark FromSoft never does this but if it's an open world is there gonna be like a dark souls 2's hub hub area did it have npcs in it yeah how many did it have? Because Dark Souls 1 only had like the one guy that was like at the Firelink Shrine. You could get a bunch more people there, though. Or you could oh, get really? like a few more. Yeah, you could get a Pyromancer. There's also, I think from the beginning of the game, 
there's like right in front of that guy you walk down the stairs a little bit and there's the fire keeper who's like this lady who's blind and in a cage and there's a guy who you can free and he'll come back and if you leave him alive he'll kill her uh actually i think that's about it but no actually i, I take it back you can get the the clerics to come back i think and they'll be nice i just i guess i just didn't yeah, that, that initial Dark Souls is something that I just kind of swept through and I didn't know what was happening, how or like it's what what additional stuff I could do. Yeah, no. And 100 percent. The interactions are so rigid. It can be really hard to figure them out naturally. Like, oh, you didn't talk to me behind that secret door in this really random place. I'll never appear in another area. <laughs> Something that would be cool and what they're probably not going to do because it's the way they do it. But um, to have like not just a hub, um, but like a little town mm -hmm. that that's not affected. Right. Like 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 most open world games have like they're like a Breath of the Wild town is what I'm imagining. Um, That would be kind of cool. That would but be. They Something would to come back that. to. No, I don't think so. Everyone's always dead in FromSoft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really don't want to give you much of a much of like a harbor. Although, yeah. Funnily enough, I'd say Dark Souls 2 probably does the most that. The How many people cuz yeah, cuz it's it's um I remember going to that part that town at least and then I didn't, didn't think I played more. I think you but can it get like nice. 10 people. And I want to say base, like when you first show up, there's like five. Yeah. And it's noise. And just yeah, such a calming blood... song. And it's on the nice sunshiny coast. It's It's got mm. such a different feel from the majority of areas in Dark Souls, where it's either like awe-inspiring or like depressing up or oppressing. Just like mm -hmm. it feels awful to be there <laughs> yeah and and at least Sekiro's I think because I remember Dark Souls 2 that area being like really warm and sunny mm -hmm. uh and then Sekiro's I liked Sekiro's um because you had the training guy you had the the uh the statue maker um I can't remember and the, the other lady name. yeah and then the kid um yeah, there's something nice about being able to go back to people who are just kind of like hanging out. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I just, just I just went and killed like three of the hardest monsters I've ever fought, <laughs> and you guys are just chilling. <laughs> something Howdy. nice about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> and I like. Granted, I, I never finished Sekiro though. <laughs> true, but as well, I liked Sekiro's way of doing that as well because it's like they still manage to not make it a safe hub in in dark souls 2 i don't think e there's even like a bad interaction that can have between the people and unlike in dark souls 1 it is very safe haveny but in sekiro you still have the the dragon rot so like you'll go to talk to your people and all of a sudden it's like your people are dying but you're <laughs> actually invested in these people because they've been your people they're they're your bros helping you along your journey and now they're dying essentially because of you yeah i, I don't know i would kind of be i would see him coughing and stuff and i'd be like i don't need anything from you right now i'll let you keep coughing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it's like only one of you is sick and it's not worth doing until all of you are sick <laughs> <laughs> call me when you're all throwing up blood <laughs> <laughs> i care for you and all but also mm, game mechanics i only get so few of the soul drops <laughs> same thing with persona you know it's just it kind of it makes you uh treat people differently once you get something good out of them that's when you actually care about them. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no sooner i'm hyped for it though as someone that didn't finish sekiro i'm still pretty darn hyped for it oh yeah i'm i am a total sucker for from soft stuff the way they just construct worlds is amazing. I love it, and I'll eat it up any chance I can get. Just before before I play it, I gotta beat Bloodborne. I gotta beat Dark Souls three, and, and then maybe I gotta go beat Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, when you go to buy the game, they check your gamer card, and if you haven't beaten those, they won't let you. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Pfft. You got to get it together, man, or else you're not going to be a cool league gamer. Can you imagine that? Like, <laughs> there's, like, a completely unrelated game where it's, like, you have not beaten... How have you not played Tetris before? Like, go play that first. <laughs> That's a classic game. <laughs> you want to play Modern Warfare 7? You got to play Tetris first, bud. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, the game equivalent of someone just like, how have you not seen Citizen Kane? Yeah. Like, go watch that right now. Yeah, fuck whatever you were talking about. Citizen Kane is where it's at. You have to play Rogue before you play Hades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there would be a great appreciation for like more recent games because I, I'm imagining that some prerequisites would just be like, oh, you need to go experience the original. You gotta, you gotta have a taste for it, and then or like the 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 Pathfinder, and then you play the new one. It's like, oh my god, thank you, thank you for all the quality of life, all of the the cleaner graphics, the everything. <laughs> yeah that's kind of what i was saying I've, i don't think i could like if, if a game had done that i would and i have to go back and play like the original metroid or something i'd be like games today are so much cooler <laughs> true i can't play i don't know uh, yeah just playing old games is just really tough. hard i mean we've talked about it for even as even something as recent as mass effect which grand mm -hmm. scheme of things is still pretty recent and that is it's rough to go back to the story as you know it's great but the mechanics the combat it it's hard yeah it's like having to go back and watch a silent movie yeah you can and it might have it might have some uh artistic merit to it but god i just watched endgame and why do i want to go watch that shit yeah what if endgame uh, was what a silent movie <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I mean, if if you had like a Zack Snyder type who released like three different versions of of uh, Justice League and is like, oh, I need to make it black and white. Oh, I need to make it a silent film to protect my artistic integrity. And a forty minute dream sequence. Yes. Excellent. Psychonauts two got a date I for late August. I saw, and That's that feels so, so soon. soon. Yes. yes. <laughs> I did not think, I didn't think, I didn't know, I mean, they said it was coming out this year, so I assumed, but I didn't think it was coming in August. Yeah, I was expecting, like, mid-December, right before yeah. holidays. So, uh, I yeah. am so pumped for that. Yeah. So, 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 so pumped for that. They didn't show too much in the trailer from what I saw, but it, yeah, um, agreed. I don't, They've had I don't a couple, really want like, them yeah yeah they've had they've had a couple like preview videos with like other companies um just kind of showing off certain things so mm -hmm. it, there's definitely more info out there but leaving it just at like the teaser trailers and stuff like that's all i need yep. yeah yeah I, I don't need to see any more than that realistically um, i think i was hooked at title yeah one thing that i think i am happy from what i've been seeing of what they're showing is that it looks like you're kind of back in a school setting again even though raz is a psychonaut now like he's still kind of among like the new psychonaut cadets sort mm -hmm. of um so ha having him stay in like that school sort of mindset because that's what i loved about the first one so much is that it was a summer camp thing mm -hmm. so having it stay in a schooling thing would is probably a good a good um tone for me because i love that shit and it sets it up to just like expand on it more if you saw everything yeah. the world had to offer as a mere student you know what what else is there where else is there to go yeah yeah did you see um devolver digital's presentation <laughs> no but i kind of heard some things about it how was it it's pretty great. i know you like their you, you like their presentations i right? do yeah i love that they're just they're super over the top they're stupid it's great and the games they showed almost every like almost every one of the games they showed i was like oh shit that looks good oh damn that one looked good which ones wait are there any specifically there was one called uh trek to yomi i think and it's mm -hmm. like it looked like a 2d side scroller where it was like black and white super hard contrast and of like a samurai fighter thing but it looked pretty intense it it not 
quite to the extent because I don't think anything can compare to this. But the trailer for that one game where the guy's punching through the hallway. Oh, Sifu? Yeah. Yeah. Gave me kind of those vibes, which cool. very down for But like a 2D version. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one called Inscription that looked pretty cool, but I have no idea what it is. It's mm-hmm. like a guy playing a board game in a house and then some weird shit starts happening and then he goes and like solves a safe and there's some guy watching him in the house. So I don't know if like you're playing a board game, but there's also spooky shit happening in the house. Uh, the art style looked super cool for it, though, and mm. I'm very interested in it. It made me think of. Uh... God damn it, I'm going to drop the ball on this one, too. It's it's Ugh. hold on, I'm going to just pull up my Steam library card thing. It's like a card game where as you play you come across no never mind you come across um cards that force you into like challenges but you actually play out the challenges in real time kind of thing Mm -hmm. neat concept i liked it but this seems more like cards may affect the stuff in the house and you gotta go deal with it that sounds cool Mm -hmm. i liked uh, devolver always releases some pretty quality stuff yeah i tend to trust like if i see a cool trailer that's published by them that it's actually going to follow through on that concept yeah i think i partially feel the same way about like annapurna interactive agreed um they always make some really good stuff and they have a showcase i think next week or the week after pretty soon yeah um they have that game 12 minutes i don't know if you saw that one Mm -mm. uh it has um Oh shoot! I know it's Daisy Ridley and um, uh, Willem Dafoe, and uh, who's the third? Who's the third? James McAvoy. Yeah, they're all in it. It's apparently like a time loop sort of thing. Um, I don't know anything specifically about it, but uh, having those three talents in a game like that produced by Annapurna is i think a good sign definitely funnily yeah, i think enough, that comes out in august too i can't remember what else i saw made by them i'm not gonna spend more time wasting looking up stuff but the after playing outer wilds produced part published by annapurna i looked them up mm-hmm. and I, it was like um the bader meinhoff thing where i just started seeing them everywhere on a bunch of games that i was playing or had played where i was like oh man i didn't even know they were part of that project Mm-hmm. good stuff yeah and they they started in movies um i yeah they, they have a movie studio i'm pretty sure huh yeah um but yeah haven't been able to have that that like uh two sides of it hold on i'm not gonna sound stupid do they have movies <laughs> annapurna yeah yeah they've done her they've done book smart um Sausage Party is a classic one. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, they've got to be connected, right? Yeah, Annapurna Interactive. Yeah. Okay. The so yeah, they do a. movies. They do. They do really good movies. They do really good games. So that's something that's that's kind of surprising that they're able to kind of cross both mediums. Um, it just makes me think of a lot of like movie studios, or I mean, I'm kind of thinking of Amazon right now, where they've done really good in the movie spectrum. And then when they go to games, it's just canceled game after canceled game. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're trying Where to Anna make a, they're trying to make more of a like foothold in the console area right now. Or like, mm-hmm. it's hard to call the Stadia console, but to that effect, that's Google. Is that Google? Oh, that is Google. Mm-hmm. I'm... I think Amazon's doing their own thing, though. I mean, I, that wouldn't surprise me if they're also trying to get in that. Because but... I saw on amazon they're selling like a uh, controller that you supposedly just plug into like the amazon fire and then it'll stream games like stadia then there was some news that xbox is trying to get uh like an xbox app in tvs um that you would just hook up a a a controller and then you would just stream you would cloud stream a game from your tv Hmm. which is kind of the same concept um 
that would be really interesting if they're able to do something. Because I, I know Stadia gets a really bad rep, but Nintendo Switch, they do cloud games for a lot of games. They did it for Control. They did it for Resident Evil 7. They're doing it for... Um, uh, there was another game that was announced. I can't remember. But yeah, they do, they do cloud games, and I'm pretty sure it works okay. Yeah, I mean, I haven't but heard I anything like scathing about it, but I also haven't really looked into it. I actually didn't know that those games were being streamed to Switch. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you you know Resident Evil Seven can't run, uh, can't be ran on a Switch for sure. <laughs> they okay. Wait, hold on. Did they? Is that how they did Doom as well? Then because I was gonna no, say no. Doom was Doom was yeah. See, and that's the thing is like when they got Doom to run on the Switch, that's that shifted my perspective of what the Switch could handle at least baseline. Where, did you play Doom on the Switch? No. But I saw videos of it. They sure did it. <laughs> I wonder how that feels on the Switch. Probably most, probably unlike like like anything else. I'd really um, hope so because that's a game where I don't think I could stand any like slowdowns in frame rate. Gotta gotta go fast. Gotta be able to like maneuver and be on point. Yeah, I would have started that game up pretty recently if it was on Game Pass. It's kind of annoying. They have so. That's Bethesda, right? Mm -hmm. Um, they have Doom Eternal, but not the. They have first. like almost every single Bethesda game on Game Pass, but they don't have the original Doom. What the fuck? It's stupid. Yeah, it's a little dumb. So I started Prey this week. Um, for Ooh. Game Pass. Uh, is that the one with the glue gun? Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Gun. <laughs> yeah. Did you play through all that? No, I've just I've read a bunch about it. I've heard it's yeah quite good. Yeah, I started. I only, I only played like a. I think only an hour is what I've played. Um, gives me very much Bioshock vibes. Is what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, in a good way. But it, I remember there was like an original Prey on the original Xbox, wasn't there? Yeah. But it was because I played the demo different. for that. Yeah, it was like you were abducted by aliens. Yeah, and if I remember, you went like through two realm type things and would affect uh, yeah kind of like uh uh wild rift man Sp <laughs> rift, rift, what? rift apart we're rift apart rift apart there we go <laughs> i'm losing it <laughs> it's a um, lead yeah I, I mean i don't i don't have much else to say about prey um but at least that i started it and that it seems pretty good so far hell yeah yeah i'd be interested to hear um, what you uh what you think of it as it goes the, yeah i've heard so much praise just about the glue gun that that's why i was like ah, that's the glue gun game yeah it's <laughs> nice because you'll be like I, I was like backed in a corner and then i just start shooting the glue gun everywhere and then all the enemies are just frozen and i just take out my wrench and i just start beating them <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time yeah they're, i mean they're at least uh because it seems like what they're trying to tout with that game is like oh multiple play styles you could do anything you want you can go wherever you want you can play however you want you want to do what you want and go do what you that and um i entered a room and and there were like these two enemies that were probably i probably shouldn't have been fighting them yet and uh i saw all these explosive yeah i saw all these explosive canisters all around the room that they were in so obviously you were supposed to kind of kite them around and then start blowing up the canisters and so i just ran outside the room i had them chase me and i just like had these two turrets that were just hanging out in the lobby and then I just set those up and then I just started glue gunning them as the turrets hit them. And that was just like a small thing where I was like, oh, nice. Like that felt like a very like I wanted to play it this way. And I was rewarded for that. Uh, so so uh, that's a good that's a good plus in the in the prey. Good column. Hell yeah. Good. Game but in the design. prey bad column. <laughs> Ooh, hit me. Give it to me. Uh, I don't think I have anything bad to say about it yet. Oh, OK. <laughs> 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 but breath of the wild 2 Woo! They got did you see moving rocks they, they got, go up and down yeah D and then you go up two. you go into up. the sky Whoosh. i mean people are always speculating like people saying that's the reason why they're releasing skyward is because it's like related yeah um and then there's also all the speculation that it's like all time related um yeah with because in the the like reversing water reversing the ball and stuff yeah um so here's my biggest worry for that game they're using essentially it's the same map right it's the same area i think so 
So what's because if it's like the if if there's the land that's floating, I'm confused because my expectation would be that's the same land that was on the floor, but it looks different. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So what am I? Do they just not want you to explore like the stuff that was in the last game? Because the thing that made that game so great, um, outside of the the disappointing non Zelda bits, was the fact that it was a cool, just like a place where you just run around and and every corner felt felt like unique, beautiful, and just great. Mm-hmm. But if it's the same map. That takes away like half the enjoyment, yeah. Definitely. Again, it's like I I don't have as much of a desire to go back and play Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild because so much of that first experience is that sense of discovery. Like every corner, mm-hmm. what am I gonna find? What you know? So maybe it'll be something like the there's something else deforming those areas enough so that it feels fresh. Because, I mean, if they're getting launched into the sky, I figure they're not going to look exactly the same, hopefully. Yeah. Because the structures on the floating islands are definitely unique. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't... And then there's all this other speculation that that opens up caves and underground sections, which would be a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's all great, but I want to explore like new stables, new towns, new people. Like that's what I wanted out of a breath of the wild sequel. Um, not just go high and go low, <laughs> but I yeah. mean, it could be good. It could be great. I think the thing is, is like Zelda hasn't ever really broken that formula to an extent. It's kind of always like that. I don't know. They, they're, they're kind of, overall design tends to be very similar you got the snowy area you got you start in a big grassy area that progression feel i I don't know but but there's never been a zelda game that has just reused the same place as the previous game i guess majora's mask is that's not the same area it's not even close to the same area right but but that one is like is that happening how's that related time-wise Honestly, I forget. I have yeah. no fucking idea about the Zelda timeline yeah. <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean, because I, uh, everything I hear is that those two are the most like apt comparison to how these two are gonna be. Um, considering they were both made right around uh, the same on time. the sixty four, right around the same time. Uh, and sh- and I guess. They share like the same mechanics, but it's like an improvement and a change of tone, which is kind of what I've I've expected from this one. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited for it. I just hope it's not like. I hope they didn't write themselves into a corner and say, "Well, we can't make a whole new map, so like, we're gonna just do these small like gimmicky things here and there that will add more, but it won't add the stuff that." I mean, I just kind of wish they. W- Maybe I don't wish this because it might be a great game, but I kind of <laughs> wish they would have just been like, here's Breath of the Wild 2, whole new area, kind of the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I hope it's great. I think they'll probably pull it off, but I just need, I need more Zelda bits in this game. I feel. Oh, and I was wording it terribly, but what I was kind of trying to get across was the fact that, like, typically in the majority of the Zelda games, it's like the same kind of villages, with the same name so if this is the same universe it's hard for them to be like oh okay here's like a whole new villages and all these other things when there's still conflict and there's still stuff going on in that main continent but either way they've still also done a bunch of other villages the more i thought about it so it still doesn't work yeah because there's is there a kakariko village in breath of the wild no i don't think so yeah, I can't think. But of I was, the names I was thinking more, just like they had already set up those villages, so they were gonna stick with mm-hmm. them. But yeah, either way. And I guess that's that's much more of like a sequel way to do it. Is you've established the characters in the in the place, so. But hopefully, again, they 
expand on the map enough that it feels fresh. Yeah. I liked Skies. True. I liked I liked Skyward Sword. And if you can use glider that much more, hell yeah. Yeah. Just go really high and skydive. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. I'll be curious to oh, see how there... much they implement mm-hmm. the like time mechanic as well. If that's going to be like the new core or if there's going to be uh, like more stuff kind of expanding on that. If there's time in it, I would assume that's what most of the game is revolving around. Yeah. Like maybe that's that's probably how they get the environment change is through a time thing. Um, mm, like access to dungeons and stuff like that. Yeah, like maybe you have to. I mean, I wonder if they would ever do like a Temple of Time thing where you have to go somewhere and then. But they could do um, like a, um, Oracle of Ages. How do they do that? So it's like you get a staff and then actually in that one, I think it's. No, that's seasons. In that one, I think you just play a song and then you either go between uh, like old times and then future times. So they could expand. I mean, that would be they'd have a lot more wiggle room with that because it seems you could like, just use a Sheikah slate. Yeah. Yeah. Ease peas. Because Skyward Sword. Was. Supposedly like the the first Zelda, right? Like that that was like oh, the yeah. first iteration of Link, Zelda, and, and Demise, which is I guess their Ganondorf. Yeah. Um and then Breath of the Wild is supposedly the last chronologically, I think. I have no idea. Because I know the timeline um, splits into like three. That's that's the only and I don't know if they converge back at Breath of the Wild or like what the yeah. fuck's going on. Yeah. But either way, I think the introduction of Sky Islands in any way points to if that's what it used to be. So that must be a time thing. Like, it must be a time thing that got the islands up there. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if it's like like an Ocarina of Time thing where, oh, I want to go seven years into the future. Let's do or like I want to go a thousand years in the past. I'll like do this Sheikah Slate thing and then you're looking at Hyrule as it was before mm-hmm. or something or that like, could be kind of neat. Oh, here's a big Canyon. Like I'm going to jump to when the bridge is done cross. And then, Oh, I need this. So I need to roll it or I need like the materials that they already mined to make the bridge. So I'm going to roll it back. Whatever. Yeah. Stuff. All I could think of looking at the, uh, at the trailer is that if that, if that's what you said, like the time mechanic, if that's how it works is like, um moving it forward and backward at will like it whatever and also having the upward exploration and the downward exploration that will be so overwhelming i was already like i want to get every corner i want to look at every corner in breath of the wild and i'm trying to get everywhere but imagine having to do every corner on three different stories yeah that's the top floor the bottom floor and the middle floor jesus that'd be nuts there's gonna be a lot of korok seeds Oh, cool. <laughs> I hope I hope Korok dies. But we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we played Operation Tango. Yeah, we did. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, a two-player kind of like spy thriller puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're communicating to each other on how to uh how to solve the puzzles in front of you get through um, the way that was a good time i thought it was a really good time definitely the way that they displayed because we kind of flip-flopped between the roles a little bit the way that they display the stuff to each of the roles really limits the information that you're getting so it is a lot of like fumbling around and kind of like okay what do you see do you see anything that has to do with uh, an actuator or a, a turbine and it's like oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah i see i see something with a turbine okay what do you see i see like color <laughs> that it's it's a lot of fun to kind of figure out what they even have to work with and how that translates to what you have to do yeah i mean i always saw it compared to and i agree after beating it it's just pretty much keep talking and nobody explodes but like with the spy story kind of to it mm-hmm. um 
the my only complaint is I just wanted more. <laughs> like that was really like it felt it felt pretty short. Um, so we wrapped it up in like what two two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, if even that. Um, but I mean, I would I would hope that they have like an expansion or like some other DLC coming to it because that would be that would be really good, like an extra like hour thing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that sort of puzzle solving where it's like kind of like simple tasks make like going down a list um of what you need to do mm-hmm. but having to communicate in order to do that was very satisfying like every little thing you checked off of of what you had to do um specifically because a lot of the puzzles themselves are like okay you have this to do um now communicate to each other on how to do it okay now this now this comes up and you have to do that like yeah very satisfying um mm-hmm. and especially loop, the the level that we did we played both ends of the dark web where it's just yeah. like it's constant stuff happening so you're you're yelling stuff back and forth as you're going of just like okay i need this gateway uh okay you got a, a thing coming up on your backside you know the the back and forth communication with that added pressure was excellent yeah that kind of made me think of like overcooked in the way that you had to communicate with each other mm-hmm. where it's like you fuck you go open this gate what's the code give me the number it was a good time exactly yeah <laughs> Ooh, speaking um, of which uh i don't know if it is anymore but overcooked 2 was free on epic game store like oh really at least two days ago i don't i don't know if i own overcooked anywhere i think i yeah, only played it free. on tiffany's i'll pick that up free till june 24th yeah i'll pick it up right now you're listening live I'm getting Overcooked 2 on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> Audio quality just oh, tanks as you start downloading it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's loading. I'm not going to get it yet. But yeah, I heard a lot of good stuff about Operation Tango. I think that was I think that was definitely worth it. it it's a good like two-player just kind of hang out for a night and get it and knock it all out. And the fact that you only need one copy of it is awesome, I think. It makes oh, me think yeah. of the That's great. like um those ds games where you could like broadcast i think mario kart had it so you could broadcast it and then other people could like download enough of the game to be able to play yeah yeah i think well yeah a game that has to be co-op like that something that should like have a split screen option not saying that game should because that would kind of ruin it Mm -hmm. but something simple enough that a split screen option would make sense why would you force someone to buy two copies i guess and and i guess steam does something like that too where they have like that uh um if a game has couch co-op you can have them like link up and play with you without having to have them buy it yes which is really nice a necessary feature in the world today i think it takes two also did a similar thing where if you bought it you could give your friend a pass to be able to play that as well. Nice. If you weren't playing on uh on the same TV. Couch co-op games are already kind of like people aren't playing on couches anymore, so make it easier to uh still play. Get together. them on a virtual couch. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say couch games are couch games are dying, but I don't think they are. I think there's a pretty strong um like indie scene for them yes i think they're uh, they're coming back for sure yeah very happy about that couch co-op is best and did you play knockout city yes how I much did. have you played i played a couple of hours <coughs> i've played a lot <laughs> yeah. of knockout city <laughs> i have played a lot of knockout city i'm level like 75 god damn um yeah last night i was up until like 3 30 in the morning playing knockout city it's fun uh it's a good time yeah i mean i would say let me see okay so it says i have 11 hours on knockout city okay i was i was gonna say i was pretty sure the last time i saw you on steam you had four hours on it and that's why i was gonna be like hold on you haven't played and then binge your last night racking them up <laughs> hold on i'm confused because my knockout city trial says i have seven hours and my knockout city says i have 11 hours so i don't know Ooh. i don't know what that means um either way got a lot got got some knockout under your belt 
yeah when i first started playing i was like oh i don't know like i don't know how well this will hold up for like 20 bucks i don't know how long i'll want to play it and i think for some people that still will ring true Mm -hmm. um my determination on if something is worth 20 bucks is very different than most people i think the way i view it is like if i'm buying a game for 20 bucks i get like five six hours out of it of good time then that's worth it to me um but for this game i've gotten at least like 12 hours of really good time Mm -hmm. so i think it's worth it uh when i first started playing it it was like there was like a like when you first start playing it's really fun Mm -hmm. and then there was like a, a bit where i was like okay i think i get it and then and then i was just like i think it's not that fun anymore now that I just like, I kind of got it. Mm-hmm. But recently, like there was a, there was kind of a skill jump for myself where I was like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> and, and, and and now I'm having like a really good time with it. Um, And the key is all in passing. It's oh, all in the past. Passing is broken. Yes, it is. Um, and it fucking sucks. Like I'll I'll get like I'll get in a round with like other people and I'll start passing to them and then you just don't pass it back. I'm yep. like, you fucking idiot. Like we will destroy them if you pass it back to me. When I play against people who know how to pass, it's terrible. Like if people roll it's up fucked. in a clan and they start the game passing, like they're in comms, they're on this shit. I know I'm about to yep. get clapped. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard to read like where the ball's coming from, when the ball's coming at you, who's throwing the ball, everything when it's just like mm-hmm. bop, 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 bop. yeah. So when when like when you get in that zone, like you're with a good team that knows how to pass, you know how to like kind of like non-verbally communicate, mm-hmm. but you're also against a team that also does the same thing. That feels really good. Like yes. it feels like a great competitive competitive game. Um, that is really easy to learn i wouldn't say completely difficult to master but there's definitely like a little a little curve there definitely um and that curve is fun to get to and then once like i'm not saying i'm pro but at the point that i'm at where i feel like i'm pretty good uh it makes it just really 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 fun um so i'm i'm super into this game Uh, yeah i think it's fantastic i think it shows a lot of potential more so than Mm -hmm. a lot of the the these kinds of games that kind of crop up but yeah it just depends i wonder how how it depends how they support the community like that's really what's going to be the determination for it agreed i Um, because i really wish they had a game mode that was like a search and destroy i want to see hype final rounds where like you have to do the 1v1 that actually sounds pretty good they switch out game modes quite often um each game mode has a day time to it. So like, uh, like one mode will be like three days left. And then, cause they just switched Cause it was a three V three at first and they switched out the three V three for a four V four now. Um, so Ooh. yeah. So it seems like their game modes after a certain amount of days change. I know they're, I know they're doing like a two V two V two soon, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Have it like a one V two and then you just like, or like a 1v3 and you just yeah. clutch it would be so nice knowing like you have but, no backup or anything kind of but this is a game where like Team. if you're 1v3 and they have two balls you're and done. they're passing it along each other yeah there's no way it's, you're fucked yeah honestly <laughs> even if it was just they don't even have to pass it it's so hard to get the double catches if they throw it with the right like staggering yeah yeah it's been fun to learn the timing. It's been fun because like I I've, I had one of the, the top gaming moments where like, uh, you know, the multi ball special ball that there is. Yep. Um, I just got a multi ball. My team was pinned down. I started I started running around and I snuck behind them and I just jumped over and the three of them and one, two, three. I knocked all three Ooh. out with it. It was amazing. Peak gaming. Yeah. And I don't play multiplayer games like this. Like, this is very uncommon for me to actually get into a game like this. Um, I feel like so many of them make it so hard to get invested in them. In the sense of there's so much to learn. There's so much to map knowledge. There's all these little things that 
if the enemy knows about, they're going to cream you. Mm. But in this game, the maps are they're relevant, but they're not like a defining factor kind of thing. It's pretty easy to get into this game and start doing cool stuff like right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Very satisfying. Yeah. Very cool. I would say. And here's here's Blake's uh, negative corner for his video games. Um, so I gave a bunch of positives. There are way too little maps. There's only like four maps. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Um, I don't. I I didn't like the cage ball at first, but I kind of like the cage ball now. I love the um, cage ball. Yeah, <laughs> I love the cage ball. But I'll agree, it took me a while to for it to grow on me. Yeah, because it, it's really frustrating at first. Like yeah i hate it yeah there were a lot of times where i'd hit people with it and i'm like this was just worse than a regular ball and then uh, yeah exactly then i got to i i, I started tracking throwing them at yeah. people and i there's something so satisfying about p either having somebody picked up just as a ball or getting them in the cage and then just throwing them off the map and yeah, watching yeah. them like try to glide back hit the wall and just <laughs> <laughs> i love whatever like i get picked up as a cage um if you just start clicking like your character will just go uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was a time where i got hit by a cage i got picked up i immediately said uh-oh as i got thrown off the edge <laughs> and it yeah it's, just, it's really good uh. um cody and i were talking about this today their face character designs look really dumb yes all of their people look stupid it, yes and they're kind of some of them are like disgusting like <laughs> how did you get that face molded that way how did you do it that badly <laughs> but i do like the art design and i do like the customization it's just the faces that are just yeah. weird <laughs> with the way they're swapping out modes and a lot of the kind of like design stuff it makes me think of uh splatoon a lot yeah that's that's what i was kind of thinking of too but i never played splatoon is there any other like kind of comparisons to it you can you're thinking of not really i think that it's just the style yeah and they splatoon does the rotating they do rotating maps and rotating game modes even for their ranked mm. they do lots of customization where it's like clothing stuff feels just very splatoony does Splatoon have like a hub world where like it's populated by a lot of people? No. Well, yes, but no. It's not populated by actual people. It just takes people's avatars and places them in it. So you can like okay. walk around and you'll see their their avatar and they'll have like a message or a drawing and then that's it. Okay, I see. Because I was thinking about it because I knew that existed and I thought that would be kind of nice to have a knockout city, but like having real people, mm -hmm. um, just like if you're waiting for a match, because sometimes the matches can take a little bit to get into. So um, just having that would be a fun little thing. It feels like it feels like one of those like cartoony community things just to dink around. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that that might that might that might work out for something like that. Mm -hmm. Um or kind of how like most uh, battle royales have like a a, a warm up round where everyone's just shooting and throwing, yeah. just like going yeah. crazy at each other. If you had like a bunch of people in a hub world like waiting for a match to start and they're all just throwing like hundreds of balls at each other, like that would be a good time. Yeah. Uh, all right, favorite special ball. Hit me with it. Oh shit. Um. Oh man, I really like the football. I really like the the long shot ball. Yeah. I no it's question for me. Good. It's sniper ball. Sniper ball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love the sniper ball. I love that it's a football. It's just it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> it feels and it so feels satisfying so good when you catch throw it. Throw and catching is like and catch it. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. When you see someone across the map that's just like one health, you're like ho 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 ho, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> But that, get ready <laughs> i love the kind of stare downs that it causes because it's like half the time you you realize somebody's locking on to you with one you're like i can't get behind cover <whistles> like you just line up you're like i gotta just gotta call the shot <laughs> it's high noon <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i had something like that where like someone was holding the lock on me so i was like 
I was behind a bunch of different cover and I, I would pop out and like get back get back behind cover uh-huh. and then I eventually just popped out and he threw it at me and I caught it and then I threw it at a guy that was next to me and I and I got him and it oh, feels good money yeah I love the sniper ball yeah. yes sniper ball is great um the the explosive ball is really annoying yeah I think that's my um, least favorite mainly because if if it's a 1v1 and someone has it locked on you like and you don't have any balls next to you they could just free i don't want to say like part yeah they just wait for it to like hot potato time Mm -hmm. and just throwing it at you it feels like something you can't really get out of you could dodge it but the timing's real tight like well even if you dodge it because it's an aoe like it could just get you anyways Mm -hmm. which is like kind of annoying um definitely also yeah i I hate having like if you can't pick up the bomb ball near the action it's largely useless kind of thing where like if everybody's fighting in one corner of the map and you spawn over here and you spawn right next to a ball and you're like okay cool i can pick a ball right now before i get over there and it's a bomb ball more than not it's not even worth it for me to pick it up because it's gonna blow up halfway getting over there mm-hmm. ghost blake uh, yeah just the structure of it i think it's it's a game that um feels really good when you're doing well um unless you're like being 3v1 constantly it feels pretty fair like it, it feels like you're you're getting you're getting got because you maneuvered into a wrong spot mm-hmm. and you kind of got outplayed um yeah great time i was surprised because i remember we were like memeing on it when it first got announced because that first trailer was fucking rough yes. that trailer was so bad not a good uh, way to come out of the gates the, <laughs> here's all the people talking about our game oh we have bowser talking about uh D- knockout city counter-strike agent love that yeah. guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just dumb but yeah nope game's actually pretty good Hmm. Well, is there any last things you want to mention before we uh, move on to our words of the week? No, not really. All right. You well, it's time for word of the week then. My word of the week is a message to Blizzard. Please don't fuck up the Diablo 2 remake. It's just, you had one job with Warcraft 3. You managed to fuck that up. Just, just, just give me this one. That's all. I am so hyped for that. Yes. I, yes. I'm so hyped for that. But it is scary because they didn't just fuck up the Warcraft 3 remake. They, they like fucked up the Warcraft 3 remake. It. Yeah. And it's one of those things of like people. Yeah, I think, do one thing. Yeah. Like people would have yeah. been happy if you literally just reskinned the game and just yeah. made it prettier. Such a base amount of effort but to force people to play that version is so bizarre yeah oh i'm i'm pumped for diablo to remake though because like that'll be great i want to i want to lag up my computer with all my skellies again yes yeah (laughs) did i tell you about (laughs) what i was like i used to play diablo 2 at my dad's house because i was just like home alone all the time and I got to like act three and I was able to res like the maximum amount of skeletons, mm-hmm. but they were all super weak. So I just like resed all the skeletons and I, and I was like in a random multiplayer match or, or a uh, uh, lobby. And the guy was like, Hey, can you de-res your skellies? They're lagging the my server. computer. Yeah. <laughs> and I got really sad and I just quit. <laughs> oh, that's great. I never got into it's the like, it's online not my fault that, but... <laughs> It's not my fault he has a shitty computer. Like, my dad's desktop was handling that. Yeah. I wonder if it was the guy who was hosting the server, so it was just, like, extra chuggy yeah. for him. Yeah, that's true. But either way, great responsibility comes with great responsibility. Yeah. Why did my brain, like, stop working? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your word? (laughs) (laughs) Just end it on. Why does my brain stop working? (laughs) Um, um, my word of the week is. I thought it would come to me. 
when you went, when you made like the little, uh, you went ghost. So it was like, as uh, like the white came in. It was like you were going Super Saiyan or something. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um. <laughs> My word of the week is Um My word of the week is